everyone, I'm Cheryl McNeil Fisher. Dr. Kathy King and I want you to know you are important to us. We are thrilled that you're here with us today for another episode of Writing Works Wonders. Welcome to Writing Works Wonders. We're so pleased you're with us today for this exceptional episode of Writing Exercises. Get ready for another episode full of information, laughter, and new ideas for writers of all levels of experience. It will be writing warm-up fun. We will be building our writing muscles together, and everybody will have much to gain from the synergy of creativity. Today, we will have several different writing activities. As some folks were saying in the green room before we came on the air, get out your Braille writer or your keyboard or your stylus or paper and pen or magic marker, whatever it is you use, and be ready. We want to encourage your writing success. I'm Dr. Kathy King, and I'm so pleased to introduce you to my fabulous co-host, Cheryl McNeil Fisher. Hi, Kathy. Hi, everyone. Welcome. We're so glad you're here with us today. And I have a fabulous co-host, too, don't I? We make such a great team. <laughs> so glad to be here with all of you. We're going to do some writing sprints today. We're going to start off with a first line from one of Reese Bowen's books. Reese Bowen will be with us the first Friday in February. She's a New York Times bestselling author. So mark your calendar. So now when we start this sprint, pause your recording. Take as much time as you want. We're going to start off with the first line in one of Reese's books. Bless the bride. I think I'm in a spot of trouble. I think I'm in a spot of trouble. Now I've told you the title of the book, Bless the Bride. Whatever popped into your head when I said, I think I'm in a spot of trouble, go with it. Just go with it. Write. Enjoy. Let's see what everybody's doing. I had Miss Chanel and all right. Hands. First up, we have Marlene. Marlene. Oh, I can't wait to hear what she came up with. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that confidence. I think I may be in a spot of trouble as the pot boils and bubbles. How do I get out of this mess? What action can I take next? I need to find an answer quick to get me out of this fix. And next up, we have Marsha Summers. I think I'm in a spot of trouble. While playing Christmas music at a nursing home, I started with all I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. <laughs> the second song was Deck the Halls with Boughs of Holly. At this point, I was befuddled because I couldn't see the audience, my keyboard, or my tablet with, and words, and the next song was Hark the Herald Angels Sing. As I began to sing the words to that song, I used the melody of Deck the Hall. So this is how it turns out. Hark the herald angels sing. <laughs> and, and then all of a sudden I realized, oh, that's the wrong melody. And everybody started laughing because they love my mistakes. Next up, we have Carol Mackey. Thank you. <laughs> okay, here we go. I think the spot is one I spotted when I tried to stop the spotting. And 
And next up, we have Jean Markley. Hi, Jean. Welcome. Thank you. It's the first time I've been here. I think I may be in a spot of trouble. I am all set to teach my line dance class and my MP3 player is ready to go. It's hooked up to my Bose speaker and no sound. Uh -oh. <laughs> well, let's just do this again. Put the, put the plug in the other way, put the add other plug in the other way and no sound. Oh. Okay, class, we're just gonna have to do something else here. Let me get my backup MP3 player. And I don't know how to use it as well, but we shall muddle through. Everybody was so gracious and so kind about the delay. When will I ever learn not to get stressed out when I get in a spot of trouble? Oh, fabulous. Very good. Thank you. And next we have Gail. I think I may be in a spot of trouble. The freezer in Jeeves' food truck was open when Jam arrived. Quickly, this changed their whiteboard menu, now included mushroom and cactus tacos. That's it. <laughs> Thank you. I've got one. Okay. You want to hear mine? Okay. This uh, was tricky because I, I know what happens next after that, because I, I read this book. So it, it's very interesting and there's a confusion that happens, but I blocked that out of my mind. And this is what I came up with. I was looking at the red blinking light on the dashboard. Oh no, is it the radiator? Is it the fuel pump? Is the engine going to blow? Can I reach the next exit? I mean, you can hear all this running through your head, right? Or do I pull over now? Steam starts pouring out of the hood. I pull to the right off the road. I reach for the cell phone. Why isn't it lit up? Click, click, click. Ah, gets dead. Yes, I think I'm in a spot of trouble. Yes, more than a spot. <laughs> As you were going through that, we had three more raised hands. Wow, cool. Okay. So first up is Pamela Johnson. Yes, hello. hello. I thought I was in a spot of trouble. All of a sudden, I found myself in the midst of Angus cows and bulls. This small pasture I was in, well, it was small, but the bulls did not look too happy. But how I got there, I started wandering on a walk one day, and I, I live in the country, you know, and I was just curious to see where I could go. This gate was ajar. I walked in the small pasture. It was a farm next door. And so we had a small pasture. And so as I walked in, I didn't realize these bulls were in there, not just the cows. And I thought, oh, no, am I going to, I could run or I could start screaming my head off. If I ran, the bulls would probably chase me. So I started screaming my head off. Help! <laughs> Zelda Gebhard. Good morning. I think I may be in a spot of trouble as the calendar tells me Christmas and the arrival of family is just days away and I'm not yet prepared. Bordering on frantic with menus to plan, groceries to buy, goodies to make, presents to wrap and house to clean and decorate. Is there time for sleep? I think you gave voice to a lot of people right then. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Next, we have Calandra. I 
think I'm in a fight of trouble, big enough to blow a bubble. Because every time I try to sing the 12 days of Christmas, I end up with three. My lady's dancing, six maids are milking, and we're off the red nose reindeer. That's all I can come up with. And unfortunately, Santa won't give me anything for Christmas because I haven't been a very good girl this year. However, he did give me a switch. To put on the Christmas tree. <laughs> but, uh, that's all. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Terrific. Thank you. Okay, has also decided oh, to speak. Okay. I, I think I was in a spot of trouble. The spot remover just wouldn't do. I just couldn't make it to the loo. The end. <laughs> <laughs> so many ways you can take that beginning sentence isn't there oh my goodness next up we yeah, have we'll amy i think i may be in a spot of trouble although i may describe it a little bit more as a dollop of trouble <laughs> it is uh, pretty stinky and i'm not looking forward to cleaning that one off my shoe thank you <laughs> All righty. We're, we're going to move on to our next writing exercise. And this one continues the theme because what we just did was really a version of fan fiction. We took something that somebody else wrote and used it as a beginning point to be able to jump off and expand and build something else. And so fan fiction uses prior fictional work as a starting point for additional creative work. And that's what we're doing a little bit of today. So if you'll follow along with the instructions, please, this time it's going to be a little bit more detailed, but not much. But we're going to walk you through how people typically develop fan fiction a little bit, just a few steps. So first, I want you to think about, use your great creative mind and think about one of your favorite figures from a story, a book, a movie, a series. Maybe it's Scarlett O'Hara. Maybe it's Miss Marple, the Golden Girls, or even Anne of Green Gables, whoever you want it to be. Maybe it's Rudolph, you know? Okay, write down one or two of those choices. Keep it in mind. And think about these prompts. Where do you remember them being? What was happening? How will you change the scene as it continues? We expect one of the choices that you thought of one of the characters, has emerged as a more viable option for you to continue the story forward, okay? So you're going to build on what you already know about that character and expand. So let's take two more minutes to allow you to develop your scene and the action of what might happen next with your character, and then we'll come back and share those who want to share what they've been working on. And again, you might do this in bullet points, phrases, or write out sentences. Your choice. First up, we have Carol Mackey. Black Beauty and ER are, were our best friends and have been for a long time. They live across the fence from each other and greet each other every day, four seasons a year, and every day show up at some point during the day and chat. They are very, very good friends. Next we have Marsha Summers. Sam 
Santa took off to deliver presents to all the boys and girls all over the world. But Mrs. Claus, being a perfectionist, saw that since Santa had gained too much weight, the crotch of his pants had ripped and he was delayed while she found another replacement. And next we have Kim. I used to read a ton of Star Trek books. And poor C-3PO usually got stuck babysitting when (laughs) Princess Leia and Hubby had children. So here goes. Oh my, the children have discovered the force. Things are flying everywhere. Why do they always leave me in this predicament? What am I to do? Han, Princess Leia, where are you? That's a great demonstration Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. you just picked up that character and what we know him as and his voice and his vocabulary, etc., and carried it forward. You didn't have to create all of that and all of the other people in his world in order to write that little segment. You just picked up and carried on. And that's one of the great benefits of fan fiction writing exercises. That's a great illustration. Thank you. Thank you. Next up, Pamela Johnson. Yes, hello. Well, uh, one character I chose um, is Milady from The Three Musketeers. She was married to uh, one of the musketeers. Okay. Her and D'Artagnan, D'Artagnan had snuck up to see her. And here's their conversation. Milady says to D'Artagnan, I've seen you with that uh, musketeer. Is he a friend of yours? D'Artagnan, well, yes, of course he is. Is there a problem with that? Oh, Milady, let's get back to what we were doing. And she goes, uh, and Milady says, well, well, I have to confess something to you. I'm in a spot of trouble because I was married to him, and I'm, I, I don't want to confront him. I don't want him to confront me. What do I do? I've traveled with my companion. But, and then D'Artagnan said, you're a cheap woman. And she says, no, I'm not. I think I can change. I don't want to go down that path anymore. I want to live a new life. I want to throw my old life behind me. Just, okay, look, I'll tell you what we can do. Let's go out and see if both of us can talk to my friend and see what we can do. And maybe, maybe there will be some hope. You've got to have courage. I'll be with you. And she reluctantly agrees, and they go out together. See you. Fabulous. Thank you. Mm. Okay, next up, Annie Chapetta. I drew a blank for forever. Like I felt like <laughs> tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. But I, so, <laughs> I came up with this. All right, so the character I chose was Lucy from the Peanuts, okay? <laughs> and Schroeder. And who is she always trying to get to kiss her? Schroeder, right? So what if Schroeder kissed her what if what if it <laughs> happened right okay so so okay so this is where where but i just have bullet points i didn't write anything I, so schroeder finally kissed lucy what happened next his gifts were all wrong like just not not her taste the, you know or really ugly or whatever okay and the flowers she was allergic to and made her sneeze 
every time he gave her flowers, she'd be like, oh no, right? And then he, the chocolate had nuts and she was allergic to nuts, so she couldn't eat the chocolates, right? And the worst of all, the song he wrote her was horrible. So that's all I got so far. But <laughs> I figured like, what if that played out? I don't know. Anyway, so that's what I got. On that's the right track, great. right. Yeah. yeah, that's great because you're taking the in anticipation that we've had for years of that happening and you're right. kicking it backwards that it's <laughs> horrible experience it's a it's a charlie brown experience see that's what yeah, i was it trying yep. to yeah, go yeah. with it i was like no yeah. it, it, it has to yeah. be like in that 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 bubble of the peanuts gang kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. so yeah so it was a really good prompt but it was hard good one thank you and next we have amy Hi, I'm on the same track as Anne with this one, but I was thinking of the Big Bang Theory <clears throat> and if Sheldon uh, Cooper were to just let loose, be sort of like a, a rock star for for day <laughs> and sort of forget the science part of his brain, which is pretty much his entire brain. So just to see how that would play out would be kind of a neat scenario, I think. Terrific. Mm -hmm. Zelda Gephardt. Okay, you guys, you have to be patient with me on this because this spontaneous writing stuff is just not me. But uh, <laughs> it's it's fun. It's fun. And I literally took one of Kathy's examples because she's one of my favorites of all time, Scarlett O'Hara. And <laughs> the scene is Scarlett's visit in her, her gown made of the green drapes from Tara to see Rhett to ask for his help. You know, she's down and out and they have nothing to eat. And desperate enough to ask for help, but not humble enough to reveal to Rhett her true circumstances, how differently the outcome could be, could have been if she would have allowed herself to be honest. Frankly, dear, I don't give a damn, could have been replaced with, of course, I will help my dear. That's it. Thank you. <laughs> Great. I love the alternate mm -hmm. endings, the alternate yes. universes people are creating. Yep. Mm -hmm. I'm reading another Reese Bowen book. And this morning I had to stop and she's, this woman's written so many books and there's three different series, but this one's Molly Murphy and she's in Paris. She's arrived there because her house was bombed in New York city and she came to visit her friends, but her friends aren't there. She can't find them. So it says, Molly Murphy is looking for her friends in Paris. She's visited several locations already. And because one of them is an aspiring artist, she decides to visit a cafe where the artists convene, asking if they've been seen. Finally, someone in the crowd remembers them and a small group of men hurrying them out of the cafe three nights before. Now, how does she find the trail from here? So I'm anticipating what might happen next in the book. Thank you, Kathy. Kathy and I both, we're just thrilled that you guys show up and that you're enjoying this. And this is what this is all about, us working together. So thank you so much. Many of you are already doing this with the secondary characters. Let's think about Alfred in Batman. He's an example. Let's think, well... Who was he before he was the butler? Where did he come from? What is his background? What does he think of Batman? How does he feel being the butler? Does he get resentful because 
Batman and Robin get the praise and attention and he's just the butler? Does he feel like his job is very important? Let's take a little time and see what you guys can do with this. Would someone like to share what they've written? Chanel? Amy, you may. Yeah, I was just thinking if um, Lucy and Ricky had mm. um, their baby, Ricky, and he was the secondary character. And if they were reversed, Lucy had, Lucy was the breadwinner and came home and said, someone has some explaining to do. <laughs> and just how that would change up. I know the times, like the times were the way they were when that was written, but it would be kind of a, a funny change. Next up, Diana. My character is, hello, hello, I'm Reggie. I'm a wolf rat. There were seven seas and I've been everywhere. But the most exciting thing that ever happened to me was this time when I went ashore in this peculiar place and I was nosing about for something to eat and I found myself working my way through a cottage and this fairy godmother turned me into a coachman. It was it was an exciting time. I got to wear a coat with tails instead of just my own one that my mother birthed me with. And I got to drive horses and sit up on <laughs> on the driver's box in my fernery and, and dash about the town and take this lovely young thing to her first ball. Of course she took too long and the magic wore off and there we were me sitting on a pumpkin with a cup with six mice and all down the street with only one shoe it was a bit of a mess thank you thank you thinking about fan fiction and the way we've been building on what other people have written what do you see as benefits to your writing as a writing exercise pros cons difficulties who would like to answer some of those thoughts pamela go ahead yes um yeah, I think it. Uh, what it does is it, it stimulates uh, your creativity, and uh, you can, as a as a creative person, you can bounce off of somebody else's creativity and uh, uh, learn about more about what you can do in your own uh, personal writings and how you can come up with uh, new ideas just from seeing what you where you could go with somebody else's writing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That, yes. That's just. One of the many benefits, and we're doing it in like continuing a scene or picking up a minor character, but you could do this and focus on character development or scene description or action mm -hmm. or plot or dialogue or whatever mm -hmm. to be able to strengthen those skills for your other writing or to experiment with a style as well. Other thoughts? Carol, uh, Carol Mackey. Yeah, um, Carol, I, what is, I mean, set me back on my heels a little bit. When I, when I began to think about it in the, in exactly the vein that you were following, but it, and it made me stop and think, Oh, wait, wait. So I was already headed down. Didn't really get too much down on paper, but using, for example, Batman and Robin, but mm -hmm. having something happen to Batman, he broke his leg, he put his eye, whatever. We could do lots mm -hmm. of great things with that and then go from there. So kind of, made me think about two pretty obviously connected people, but changing the dynamic totally. And that was kind of interesting, actually, in my, in my head anyway. Several Thanks. people were experimenting with that. 
Another benefit mm -hmm. is, is that some folks on our calls have talked about creating and keeping track of a story world, the environment that we build for our characters in a story. And the benefit mm -hmm. of this is that you don't have to create that. It's existing. Mm -hmm. You're mm -hmm. just picking exactly. up and continuing. And so for or, writing exercises, yeah. it's wonderful. Yeah. Or go in a totally different direction. Yes. Right. You know, yes. take yeah. the characters somewhere mm -hmm. or uh, change the dynamic and change the direction. Yeah. 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 Stimulates that creativity within us. Annie Geppetta. I, like I said before, um, it was really hard at first. And it pushed me to really to get my thoughts in a direction that were productive. But I think I think it really gave me something to work on, you know, just just as a, a, a what if type of thing. And those things are great to get your mind off of thing, you know, something else you might be struggling with. So, so I had fun. I think it was great. Thank you. Now for our weekly writing prompt. Borrowing from Abby Taylor with the Behind Our Eyes. Write six lines, story, poem, using the word junk. <laughs> I had so much fun with this. So I just thought that would be fun. If you want to write about writing works wonders or something else, feel free to share it with us. Thank you for so many of you coming for the first time today and hope that you will come back. Our first guest for January 7th is C.J. Box. Many of you know him from his books on Bard, the Joe Pickett series. So we hope that you'll join us on January 7th for that live interview. Today, Writing Works Wonders weekly writing prompts are terrific creativity boosters. Visit www.writingworkswonders.com and click Contact Us. You'll find all the details about the writing prompts, and you may also post your responses there as a comment. This week's prompt was to write how the ACB community has enriched or affected your life in 2021, or you could still share how Writing Works Wonders has enhanced your life. Chanel. And our first hand is from Calandra. How ACB community has saved my life. And of course, it's by Calandra McCutson. Then this is what I wrote. ACB community saved my life by getting me up and even more motivated than I have been. I'm able to look forward to making calls because... The people on those calls always make my day and sound appreciative that I make theirs. My most favorite uh, call is Writing Works Wonders because they give such great ideas and enthusiastically invite me to share my own, which is what ACB does for me. So in other words, they make my day and I get a chance to witness to others. Thank you, Calandra. Thank you. And next up, Marsha Summers. I didn't write every day, uh, just busy time, but um, I'm committed to it. But I did write one about ACB. And when I got, I just, 
like we musicians call it woodshedding, just let it fly, you know, just thinking about different things. I ended up with 247 words. Wow. And that's, not, <laughs> you know, that would be too long. And I know you keep it at 100 words. Well, mm -hmm. I found out where word count was. And then Jason showed me it's at the bottom where I don't have to go through a bunch of things to see that. So I decided instead of writing something, I would not necessarily proof it, but cut it down to 100 words. I, I cut out a lot of stuff. So I'll read that to you. I am thankful I was told there was such a thing called American Council for the Blind and the alternate, alternate, alternate methods to find out what's going on for the day. I can now learn about writing, technology, and blindness challenges through the Tuesday RP event. The social get-togethers are also valuable. ACB is opening up new avenues of thought that I wouldn't have otherwise. So I will continue to fill my day with events that pertain to my interests and needs. As time passes, I hope to be able to pass the service on to others. I have Pamela Johnson next. Yes, hello. How are you? Um, hey there. This last week, I'll, I was just going to do what I wrote last week. Um, I, I was going to combine the two kind of. Um, here goes. Okay. Here goes. Um, writing is such an exciting thing, and writing works wonders. Writing, you can explore and do all kinds of things with it. And you can jump high mountains. You can run into valleys. You can do all kinds of things. Wonder and the wonders of writing. You can go all down all kinds of avenues, come up with all kinds of characters, even in nonfiction. And how it works, it's always a labor of love. And if it, if it hadn't been for something like Writers Looks Wonders, my uh, writing abilities uh, couldn't uh, be disciplined in, in such a way as they're getting disciplined now. I just feel that that writing works wonders is a way to just to not only enhance my writing ability, but connect with other authors. And uh, it's just such an exciting time to do that, and especially since the pandemic. And uh, ACB in general is is a is a good organization in which I wanted nothing to do with when I was younger and in high school because there's so many normal-sided people out there, and a lot of times they do not understand. But with people who are blind and vision impaired, you, you're no longer just normal. You can dream your dreams, and they can come true. Ben. Thank you. Thank you, Pam. Thank you, everyone. That was really special. Thank you. I'm humbled. My community is as close as my phone. I can hear my, their voices with my echo dot. I can find them on my computer too. My community shares both talents and time. They care for each other despite the darkness. They come to play, sing, laugh, teach, learn, and be friends. Their voices come from Mississippi and Wales I live near the capital of Missouri. Sirku lives in faraway Finland. My community might be widely scattered wherever 
we may be, we stand together. Our hearts and minds can touch across the distance. And that's it. Thank you. Fabulous. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, thank you. What a terrific compliment of work demonstrated and what people shared today. Thank you for that, taking the time to do the writing. Thank you for joining us today on Writing Works Wonders. Kathy and I are thrilled to spend time with you. A tap on that button that says subscribe so you will not miss our show. You can also tap on the link for writingworkswonders.com. It'll take you directly to all the show notes and information that we shared today. Then you can sign up to receive the Zoom link so that you can be live with us when we are recording. You can also contact us at info at writingworkswonders.com. Our phone number is 347-467-0221. We also have a donate button. All donations go to technical expenses that Kathy and I incur in order to keep this podcast going. Kathy and I want you to feel encouraged and inspired and know the wonder in writing. And until next time, our friends, keep on writing. The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service, nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.